Duncan from the Metal Epidemic, and I'm joined by the guys from Healthy Living. How's it going? We're all good, thanks. Great. How are you? I am very well, I'm very well. We are in a basement somewhere in Glasgow, just before you guys are hitting on the stage here on tour with Don Walker. Um, you've done your sound check, how was it sounding? Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sounds really cool. The venue's uh, been changed and it sounds cool. Yeah, we were talking about that. The last time, it's years since I've been here, but you were here not that long ago and the venues just went over, complete overall. Yeah, it's yeah. always good to have a, <laughs> a new experience. A new, a new PA as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a new PA is never a bad thing. So, um, you guys put out earlier on this year your album, uh, Songs of Abundance, Sounds of Grief. Um, how has that been since that came out? Because that was a little while in the works, wasn't it? Uh, in the works. Yeah. Like the um, yeah. Like so, you were you were kind of teasing stuff as early as two thousand and one. So to twenty twenty one, not two thousand and one. But yeah, well, we did like a double wayside single. Yeah. And then, when was that? Yeah, twenty twenty one. So that was yeah. like mid pandemic that yeah. that was released. Mm-hmm. And then the plan for that was always to use that to try and get funding to do our right. album. Yeah, yeah. So then we got the funding, and then we did the album. I think though some people reported they were releasing our album like 2022, but we've never ever said this. Oh, right. Yeah. So then we were like, oh, okay, it's the year later, but, but anyway, it was early 2023. Yeah. So it was in amongst the pandemic. So for us, it didn't feel like very yeah. long, mm-hmm. I guess. We recorded the album in September last year. Yeah, yeah. And then it came out in April. Which... That was super quick. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, actually, the writing process and everything, like I used to take, I'm used to taking like ages mm-hmm. to like demo and write and then release stuff and it always takes a really long time so for me actually healthy living was super quick i, I think um, as well because like our drummer uh, lives in germany yep so we can do it when we can do it yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah. we're rehearsing every week like that mm-hmm. doesn't ever happen so it's more just when we can get together and then we do stuff so in terms of the actual writing process how do you as a collective unit because you're all involved with other kind of projects as well and fitting that time in is it a case of in between writing sessions for other projects you're kind of getting yourself in the headspace for healthy living or is it something that's always kind of there or what? Uh, <laughs> for me for writing healthy living so most of this album was written I but I was living in Germany yeah yeah uh, and the healthy living is just like whatever you're feeling in that moment mm-hmm. and I would just play and Stefan would play drums and we would Though we had some rules about what healthy living can be. Yep. Uh, and basically, it's like if you start writing something, you have to finish writing it then. You can't go and rewrite. All right. Uh, <laughs> which is brutal. Yeah, I'm But, so <laughs> but you write lots, mm-hmm. and then you, if stuff sticks, it's good. Mm-hmm. And it's just about trusting what you feel. Mm-hmm. There can't ever, another rule would be there can't ever be two guitar parts or two bass parts, or right. there can only be the one guitar part. So, yeah. whoever that is, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And you can't have anything else. Yeah. Uh, and that just puts you into a specific space instantly. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, we had lots of different tracks. And then we would, while we were, I was living in Germany, we would send the tracks to Maya and then it's whatever she would mm-hmm. feel connected to. And if some I really liked and she didn't, that's fine. Like, I mean, the singer has to feel it too. And of yeah, course, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the most important. Thank you. It's the most important. <laughs> it's the most important part. So. Yeah. Uh, we would just send lots of tracks. I don't know how many we sent, like probably 25 or I something. I don't know, a million. Like, yeah. you had this massive folder of demos. And actually, sometimes I would be like, oh, I don't think this is very good. Mm-hmm. And then I would just randomly hear it again, like lost in my 
I don't know, like this like iMusic mm. thing and sometimes like randomly starts playing a song and I was like, oh, that's really good, what is this? And it's like, oh, it's that track I rejected like some months ago. And <laughs> it's like, but now I have this idea for it. Yeah. So I would also like just, just mumble track some stuff over it. Uh, the second I felt anything was like, um, yeah, just like a, a spout of inspiration, mm. but I also didn't really want to force it. So if I wasn't getting anything from it, I didn't really try to like, you know, shoehorn yeah. anything. I did do that though at the end when I was like, shit, I now, sorry, can I? Yeah, of course, always, yeah, we, I'm surprised we haven't yet, so to be honest. So I, would be like, right. I, I, would, I would be like, oh no, I can't, I can't possibly, like, I have to finish this song and this is now going into the album, mm. so uh, then I would be like, oh, okay, I need to finish the song. But um, yeah, it was most, most of it was just kind of like flow of consciousness mm. um, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So really kind of refreshing way to approach it as well, because like you were saying, if you're not, in a particular mood for something that might not necessarily resonate with you as musicians, yeah. Yeah. but then a week later, life experiences, etc., to revisit something and then for it to gravitate towards you. A lot of bands don't have necessarily, it's kind of more that they're organised on the album or the we've got 12 songs to do or whatever that is, and it has to be catchy in this bit or really heavy in this bit, and approaching it from a kind of more technical aspect as opposed to an organic aspect. Mm. Did you put yourself in those kind of confines because of your experiences writing on other projects or how did that get I, it's such a weird way of approaching things I, but it seems I, I feel like the right thing you know I, what I, mean? it's, I think whenever I make albums I like to make like weird rules mm -hmm. and sometimes they're rules that won't mean anything to anyone else yeah yeah uh, and they can be really like not even a like objective or anything I can just believe that it needs to be like this and if I don't feel that then it's like alright it's not mm -hmm. on the album but I just find using rules can be a, a way to to if you have like unlimited restrictions you're uh, you, it's hard yeah. to make choices yeah, yeah yeah so if you make some rules it puts you into places mm -hmm. but I don't like the places to be genres yeah yeah uh, because of sometimes like I don't want to listen to a genre oh, yeah, yeah. and if you're playing that genre and you're trying to write then it becomes like well I'm not feeling this today so mm -hmm. that's where this is the rules we create were to kind of free up away from that yeah, yeah. and you just have to trust whatever you're feeling in the moment and sometimes we, like I would go to the studio with Stefan and we jam and I'd be in a I'd just be really bored yeah. and just not feeling lethargic and some of the songs came from that mm. and then you just trust well that's a feeling that's music's about or yeah. your feelings so any feeling you feel is valid you mm -hmm. don't need to be like oh it needs to be this or that you just trust it and then, then collectively, like all three of us, uh, would have to be like, "Oh no, this is a track." Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So. I personally haven't. I don't think I've ever played like any particular genre of music, mm -hmm. and I tend to like. Yeah, I don't really. When something sounds very like one thing, yeah. then I'm not terribly attracted to it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like uh, your influences, at least for me, like that's kind of a a work you do previously like mm -hmm. you you I mean not it's not a work but you know you have your your music that you listen to and that influences and inspires you and then that stays in this like or creates this like backlog or this like backpack of mm -hmm. <laughs> of tools that you have and it's this kind of residual feeling or emotion or memories and it's trying to access that memory uh, from the music that you liked and it, which resonates with new demos or new pieces of music mm -hmm. so it's all kind of a bit out of the corner of the eye and the same thing with the lyrics as, as well actually I don't 
uh, like things to be particularly explicit. Mm -hmm. um, there are bands that do like explicit lyrics and I think they have like insane power and it's like a really, uh, really great skill mm -hmm. and a strategy in itself, I think. But personally, I like to write things that are kind of more symbolic or yeah. more like, yeah, in this kind of hazy, dreamy territory. Um, so yeah, it's a bit the same. Like it's kind of, you, you've lived things in the past and then uh, creating music is just about putting yourself in a stage which is like really porous mm -hmm. and you're just kind of um, yeah, I don't receptive. Know, yeah receiving something you know and like just trying pro filtering through through your own experience yeah. and something comes out of the other end yeah. and your influences are probably going to be <laughs> excreted in the yeah. process as <laughs> well but hopefully not in like a like Redundant rigid way. you know yeah. in a rigid or like a way that's like instantly identifiable to something else because mm -hmm. <coughs> I found like, listening to it um, it's a real trip of an album like you know like <laughs> yeah. it really, really does kind of there's, there's not there's not two songs on it that sound necessarily alike but there's a cohesive sound throughout and I find that I always find that really interesting I love there's a time and a place for bands that have one sound yeah, and you get it for 25 yeah, minutes sure. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it great but there's as well I found more recently that you know I, I don't sleep particularly well so I like a nice pair of headphones on at night dark room and you put on an album you just feel yourself sink into it and that's what I got from it it really meanders in some kind of very very interesting places both vocally and guitar work as well did you see that like just in general the, the writing process for turnaround was relatively short for that as well then? For the, like, let's say yeah. the, the structures and yeah. like the guitar parts and bass parts, like, I think three of the tracks were written within three hours. That's, <laughs> that's and nice. then... But I mean, you they, have to, you have to they, factor yeah. in all the time, all yeah, the yeah. stuff that didn't actually make it. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's like, that's just like, that, like, it's kind of chance in a way, but it's yeah. just like, yeah, you just, like, we would be recording and like we have the we'd have the mic set up and we'd just be recording and then as soon as it was good we're like all right we do this and we work out really quickly and yeah, just yeah. trust it and press record and then like that would stick sometimes yeah, yeah. and other times it's and then it's just like chiseling away at the demo yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like, in a door and like being like okay now how do yeah you, and yeah. Like, sure there would be the odd change for some of them i mean not all the tracks there was a couple of tracks that were written in a more like took a little bit longer yeah, yeah. to get together but the majority of them were written in, in that way but yeah, I don't know. It was also a, a period where I was playing in like a lot of bands in Germany and mm -hmm. I was touring, like not touring, playing a lot of gigs. Yeah. So I was just in like, like I'm I just playing this a lot. Yeah, I don't know when I wrote a lot of that, uh, songs that year. You're into the mine of songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, <laughs> Down the mines every day. <laughs> you just get used to trusting your feelings with it. It's also just fun. I really like music. So, yeah, yeah. So it's. It's never work yeah. if you enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 One one thing is what you were saying about how it's like it's like a trip of an album. Oh, There's lots yeah. of uh, different styles and stuff. It's one thing I actually find that I find missing at the moment from music mm -hmm. is like lots of bands play a genre, which, yes. like you said, can be great. But yeah. I found like maybe in like the nineties, like lots of bands had albums that were like one song was like insanely heavy and yeah. raw and aggressive. The next mm. minute it was like really intimate and beautiful, mm -hmm. and I love that. Yeah. And so yeah. I that's probably if I'm, I'm naturally left to my own devices, that's how albums that I make. Not yeah. all the albums, because I do other, but like, yeah, I, I have a strong creative control over or ha yeah. will naturally end up like. Yeah, I, I, like I remember, the, the thing about it is that I think 
musically very similar to you. I think that I get there's a bit of fatigue that sets in with me with certain kind of one directional or one genre specific albums that come out and I find myself not returning to them as much the ones that tend to end up at an end of year list for me are not the ones that are the most commercially successful yeah. the ones that stick to one thing so ones that I've revisited more and more because every time I go back it's a different experience or how I'm feeling that day kind of colours the yeah. listen that yeah. I'm experiencing and it's all the way through it especially vocally I think like you approach it like in such a, a really interesting way whereas like some of the, the, the kind of like aggressive nature in your voice comes in at bits I wouldn't necessarily anticipate. Yeah. Is that just kind of just how you're feeling the song to go and just kind of feeling out that space in the, in, the, in the music? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like for me, well, I, my approach to music has always been, I mean, I, I really, really love especially singing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been like, a bit, it's always been like a very cathartic way, experience for me and a way of processing mm-hmm. a lot of, things in my life Mm -hmm. and I feel that that's kind of like my trade yeah um so when uh, recently I became like uh, not necessarily by choice kind of got shoved into the full-time musician yeah uh, (laughs) lifestyle (laughs) and um and um, which I'm like really happy Mm -hmm. about by the way I'm like uh taking all the chances now but um yeah what I was saying that um that I was thinking like okay so what am I really creating here like what am I offering on mm-hmm. and I think actually not just I don't think it's exclusive to me but like that if if you are able to like yeah like as, as I said before you know become permeable to like some of these experiences and create uh, something which is like intangible like music but can make other people or can facilitate for other people it's almost like an emotional canvas mm-hmm. uh, on which the listener can project their own emotions or and help or offer this like solace, you know, yeah. and uh, that's like I think I'm what I'm the most interested about with music that mm-hmm. it has this power of like creating a space uh, where people from like even if they aren't understanding the lyrics or you know you've never met them before, but they can hear this sound and it can trigger emotions and it can help them cope with mm-hmm. with things and um, yeah, so I, I think that's where it comes from from like getting. Making sure that every time I write a song, I'm I'm in that stage. Yeah. Uh, uh, even if like obviously each time it's kind of like channeling a different emotion or a different thing, but yeah. it, it's always trying to remain connected to so, to that. In terms of so you've always got the album out now, um, and you're you're out tour just now. I think you've been in them for Art Tangent next yeah. year. Um, what is the rest of 2024 looking like in terms of what you can tell us, if you can tell us anything? I know sometimes it's it's hard <laughs> to mention things that aren't 100% locked down, but might be... I don't think we have anything, like, secret. No. Uh, yeah. We're just not going to be doing healthy living for a bit because oh, I have my a other bit project. Like three months. Yeah, so yeah. for the next three, four months, I'm, I'm recording... and Well, finish writing and recording my next multi-month yeah. album. Um, so then I think there'll we'll be some shows uh, scattered yeah, throughout yeah. the year I think but we already started writing new stuff yeah. like two weeks ago a week yeah. ago. we were in, we were, we were in Germany, Germany yeah. and we were writing for some more stuff because you wrote so much stuff this is more just a professional curiosity um, because you had so much stuff kind of in the works for this one here does any of that stuff come back into consideration no. for an album too it's just straight in the bin right <laughs> 
Like, yeah, if you don't use it, it's gone. Yeah. Like, like I like. I mean, you could. No, I, I love it. I, I love it. Like, it's like a random song generator. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think it's like it's like songs are everywhere. Yeah. And you don't need to be precious about this idea. You had like, sure, if you hear it and it naturally you you randomly listen, yeah. go, holy crap, why didn't we use this? But I'm not going to listen to the stuff we didn't use. Yeah. So that it's not going to like for me anyway. It's not going to yeah. happen. Like, I'm not going to listen to what we didn't use. Yeah, I always remember there was yeah. that there was one of those corn albums where. I was in the press and they were talking about it was maybe their fifth album or something, sixth album. They've been on the go for years. And um there's a riff and I'm like, I know that riff and it's on I think their original demo album. Oh, right, and yes. they've re they've Reused just always the like yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. there. It's been there like one day we will write the song that this will fit into. Yeah. I, I um, feel like that does happen that though. Does happen, that, yeah. that you have like this one riff or this one well, like a strong emotion. <laughs> Below. Like one of the tracks yeah, on our yeah, first yeah, yeah. Uh, the double single yeah. release was actually a track I, well, chord progression I wrote for Fallow, my old band, like, years and years ago. And it finally came to life. Uh, but that, that was a random, that's a rare case of that. And it was just because uh, Amaya really liked it. And we yeah, yeah. Like, oh, can we use this? And I was like, all right. <laughs> but that, that's a rare case it's for rare. me. Like, I prefer just keeping everything really fresh. Yep. Is that because you, as a musician, are kind of always moving forwards and maybe not looking back as much or yeah. just that, that song <laughs> sounds, that sounds really good three years that or is it a case of that like from from a kind of a writing perspective it's it's not that it's not difficult for you to do but you're never really in that writer's block that some people talk about uh, yeah I've I not experienced writer's block yeah. so I don't I can't imagine what that's like. Yeah. Uh, and I hope I don't ever experience right. it. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I also, I don't like writing music alone. Mm. Like, I don't sit in, at home and write, like, pr like, write something and then take it to people. I always usually write with someone else yeah. there in the room. Uh, I can't remember what the question was now. No, 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 that's but, that. <laughs> So you, do you think then, without pinning you down, you, do you think we will have long to wait for an album to... Which is a weird question because your album's not even a it's, year old yet, but... I think, realistically, just because of, like, Amaya's doing the next Blood the Moth album and I'm yep. producing it, so that's like... And, oh, yeah. and then that'll come out next... Autumn. October? Yeah, yeah. November? So the healthy... Have a whole tour for that. And then a healthy living album won't be out before then. Yeah. yeah. But I would say the year after sometime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like... We're definitely when, writing now and we'll continue to write the next year, like I think probably yeah. May, June, July is going to be writing months as well. Yeah, so I don't know when, but it yeah. won't be that. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's fine. I don't know. But it's not like it's like, oh, it's going to be next year, we're going yeah, to yeah. smash out another one. Anything can happen though. I would quite like that. Yeah. I quite like it, but... It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you both. Yeah. I Likewise. cannot wait to see it live Likewise. later on because yeah. it's been it's been in my rotation now for about two weeks, oh, so awesome. like constant. Um, but yeah, I wish you all the success with the the remainder of the tour, and uh, can't wait to check you out live. Yeah. Thank, you, Thank very you, much. you so much. Thank you very much. Check out their album. It's available now.